Welcome to the Thrifty Marketer Podcast, a podcast where we meet amazing individuals from all walks of life. Here's your host, Vivek, with a new episode for you. I wanted to start, uh, I wanted to bring some guests who would like to speak about marketing strategies or brand building strategies for specific sectors, right? For example, real estate was one of them. Uh, I want to do it for SaaS. So I'm bringing on some guests who will be talking about building brands in a particular sector. So uh, I was looking, the first thing which came up to me, a lot of people uh, in my community ask about real estate marketing. Uh, I was looking for a good guest who has done stuff in that area and I couldn't find one. So today I have Kurt Euler with me. He is a globally recognized marketer, operator and speaker. He has built and run businesses from startup to over 500 million annual revenue, assembled teams across six continents, being part of the small team leading an IPO of $880 million dollars and participated in dozens of acquisitions. He was at the front lines creating several of the marketing channels we all use today, including social media management, influencer marketing, and location-based marketing. In recent years, he has focused on helping individual business owners and marketing agencies with a heavy focus on real estate. Uh, That's why I wanted to speak to Kurt on the show. Kurt and his team have analyzed more than 50,000 real estate websites over the past three years and the agent businesses behind them to identify what's working in modern marketing. So we have some amazing questions for Kurt. Let me bring him on. Hey, thank, thanks for having me. Hey, Kurt, how are you doing? Good, good. Good, fantastic. Thank you so much for taking time uh, to come on the show. Um, you know, and uh, I can't wait to start off. So I have curated a set of questions for you. So if you're ready, we can start off. I'm great. We can stay with those or go anywhere you want to go. All right. Fantastic. All right. So, Kurt, uh, as the topic today is maximizing real estate marketing. So, I would like to start with the first question should be, you know, what are the current trends and best practices uh, that you have seen in real estate marketing? Yeah, I think it comes around a, a couple different things. And so, there, there's really three three trends that I'm seeing now. And so, one is agents are realizing that they have to have their own website, um, not just to continue generating leads, but to stop the attrition of their clients going to Zillow. Because what's different than every other industry is uh, if you're an electrician or you're a SaaS company, there's there's not a play, any other industry where when a lead signs up on your website that you know a competitor will call you. But if but in the U.S. and Canada, if, if, if I don't have a website my clients will actually use, they're going to go to Zillow and a competitive agent is going to get their info. And so that's a huge trend that agents are waking up to now and that it's actually possible. Um, the other thing, uh, other two things is one is just kind of it's good marketing practices, but um, agents, because the market has slowed down in the U.S. so much, um, agents are realizing that, um, well, one, they're not taking they're not doing as many transactions right now. So they're 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 taking this time to clean up their client data and update it in their CRMs. Sometimes they're going to like, I'm friends that are, um, they're more than just, um, they're not just, a, they're not a marketing agency, but they do much more uh, in real estate, but they're called Agent Hub 360. The primary reason people come to them is because they just go, look, your closet's dirty. The data is ugly. You don't know where that green shirt is you love. We help you fix that. 
Um, that's that's so second trend. And then the third one is because people are not actively buying and selling as much, you, they actually have a better opportunity to call past clients and people and go, look, I know you're not looking or buying and selling, but can I set you up for just a couple of alerts for your current neighborhood? So you want to know you're going to be in your house for the next two to 10 years. I can, I can let you know when your neighbors are upgrading their bathrooms by signing you up for open houses. So you can actually go see their open house, uh, see the open house when they're trying to sell and people will just choose that like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Fantastic. Uh, you know, these, these are real uh, amazing insights for people who are into uh, real estate and people who are new to real estate marketing. Right. right. Uh, the second, second question I had was, you know, how can agents, real estate agents and firms effectively use digital marketing to reach their target audience? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think the, the two the two things is so there's consistency and then there's trying things and so uh, assuming agents have that website of theirs they they just need to get started and the consistency part is they need to be doing a little bit of content marketing specifically around building community pages every week or two hey I'm in a, a city called named Roswell in uh, the state of Georgia and so that may mean property types condos for sale and I just build one page is just focused on condos or individual neighborhoods. And it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. And so that we will, I think in some of the other questions, we'll talk about it, but that consistently just doing one or two of those community pages every week, it doesn't take a lot of time, but over the course of six months to a year gives so much content from a digital marketing perspective, the world changes. And then the second thing is there's a bunch of things that agents could be doing and, and, and we agents love shiny objects. They're going to chase something, but so, Try new things, but your your goal is to not to get big numbers. Your goal is to find something that you will do consistently. See, is it is it Instagram posts? Is it lives on Facebook? Whatever that is, you, you, I want you to try things that you're going to do consistency because the numbers will be meaningful over time. They you don't need ten thousand people to follow you on YouTube tomorrow. Right, right, absolutely, absolutely. That's a, anyway uh, digital marketing or social media marketing is a long term play. Right. So, you know, uh, just just uh, with your experience, you know, you have been in the street for a long time. You have done stuff. So what role do social media platforms such as Facebook and Instagram, like you mentioned, play in real estate marketing and how can they be leveraged properly? It depends on which agent I ask. Um, so I go and I talk to a lot of associations and some of the multiple listing services in the country. And um, some agents are doing really, really well with uh, with social media. And, um, but more often than not, I hear agents go, I tried social, it doesn't work, it, it, it doesn't help. And, and, and it's the because, they don't know why it failed. But the reason that some agents are doing well and most agents have failed is because of the type of content they're sharing. Most agents, all of that they do, they share content that's only useful on those social media platforms for when their clients are actively buying and selling. So when I'm actively buying and selling a house, I care about the new house that you just helped sell, the new listing that you got. That's meaningful. But but like if we go with an average of, hey, usually people only move houses about every 10 years. That means, you know, if it takes six months to actually look for a new home, well, that means then an average, only like 95% of the people that you are know are not actively buying and selling. So you need to provide content to them that's meaningful to them to keeping you top of mind and that's in and that's a different type of content. And right. most smart agents don't do that. And so they're only talking to that 5% that are buying and selling. And so social media fails for them. But when you, 
when you go outside and you say, hey, let me share other type of content that's useful to homeowners, to people that live in the community, man, social media is incredible then. Right, right, right. I know you are, you are talking from a lot of experience in that area. So these are good, good words of wisdom for people. Right, so uh, talking about other digital methods, like re, right, email marketing. Do you think uh, real estate agents and firms can use email marketing to engage with potential clients and maintain relationships with past clients? Absolutely. And, and, and I mean, even more so now than just five years ago, because of the social media, how social media has changed. I mean, five years ago, I, you got such organic reach on, fa on Facebook, it was a different world. But now when you share content, there's only a small percentage of people see it. So if right. you're sending emails consistently, you can cut through. And I like, I think agents all, and anybody needs to think about, we live in an influence economy nowadays. To be chosen right. as that real estate agent or whatever service provider in the future, you have to be sending useful content at least monthly. I think you should be doing it more. And we may talk about that, but but that's where it's like, even on the social where I mentioned some of the content that's, you know, that's useful for when people aren't just buying and selling. Well, if you're building those community pages we talked about, just one or two a week, well, that gives you content to actually email out that's different than just, hey, remember me, I sell real estate. <laughs> like if you feature a neighborhood, if you feature um, local events that are going on, you now have useful stuff that's good for Google, but also right. that you can put out an email. And so I'll stay with Roswell as an example. I mean, how, like, there's a couple things that happened that I actually only remember that ha we do because of real estate agents local to me. One is we have the Chattahoochee Nature Center along the Chattahoochee River. And so it's a great place. It's a museum, outdoors thing for kids, but they do these canoe tours in the evenings and they open up and they book up fast. I remember it because I have two real estate agents that included in their newsletter when they send it out and says, hey, the CNC is opening these up. And I go, oh, I should go sign up. And the other right. is the whole, the city does a live in Roswell. It's a free family event monthly. Uh, I would say it's uh, monthly. Uh, actually, it's every Thursday. Uh, it's every third Thursday, um, April through October. Great. Right. Different different themes for each month. I remember not only are we starting it, but what each why each month is different because agents just go, they take the information from the city and they put it in a way that I care about and then they send it to me. Right, right. That absolutely the, the, the information you share also matters a lot, especially with email marketing. Yeah. Right. Uh, you touched upon Google. So let's talk about search engine optimization a bit. Like, for example, how can real estate agents and firms create and maintain an online presence? through SEO and website design. You already touched upon website, but how, how, how is it possible for them to create a strong online presence? Yeah, um, great question. So I, I, most agents know this, but I actually a lot don't, but I know you have a lot of marketers here that are different. You know, that, that, that what's different in real estate is there to get the listings on the site um, and those search tools, it's called an IDX. And, and most tools that are out there, I mean, they were built 15 or 20 years ago. And so they use subdomains. So my website, it would be search.curtuler.com. Well, Google, Google considers that a different website. It's smart enough to know that that's a different server than my main site. And so good luck. You'll never rank that on Google. But, but there's modern tools. I happen to work for one of those Showcase IDX that, that presents the data in a way that Google does like. But it's, it's not just going to change everything So for, for agents. It's, it's using a modern IDX like Showcase IDX with that local content on those community pages I talked about. It's like, hey, paying $130 a month for, for, for a SaaS tool that brings all of this, these listings in, that's, that's a meaningful part. 
but it takes the agent or a marketer doing the work to say, hey, look, you can talk for five minutes of why somebody should live in Bristol Oaks, um, you know, this neighborhood I'm in in Roswell. Tell me about it. Give me a voice note and let me as your marketer put it onto the, that community page for you or you do it yourself, Mr. Mrs. Agent. That's, that's what Google cares about. And then everybody can become Patrick Higgins. He's, the, he's Nashville home.guru. I don't know how many example times I mentioned him on podcasts. He's a compass agent in Nashville, Tennessee that has done exactly what I've said. And he's done it for the last two and a half years. And he gets like 60,000 monthly visitors uh, from Google every month. Wow. Wow. That's, every agent can be Patrick Higgins. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I'm pretty sure uh, they need to follow the right uh, you know, uh, rules uh, and play according to that. Cool. Uh, let's talk about some modern stuff, like the latest, latest kids on the block, like video marketing. And also virtual tours also play a role in real estate marketing these days. So what role do you think video marketing and virtual tours play in real estate marketing and how can they be effectively utilized? Yeah, I mean, there's specific tools for virtual tours. And I, I'd say in most markets, not in all, but if you're in a mid, if an agent's in a mid-sized market, a competitive market, whenever they're the listing agent, they, they need to be investing in the virtual tours. It's going to come out of their own pocket, but it's meaningful for helping uh, properties get sold. And very much so today. Um, and it doesn't always have to be those content, uh, the, those super popular markets. I mean, I sold a family property in, in Alabama and uh, a friend of mine from high school sold the property for me. And, um, he was amazed at how many people were coming and buying homes in this lake community from other parts of the country that had never seen the properties, but they knew they were moving from New York or Chicago. So you're selling a $1.2 million condo in downtown Chicago. Well, you'll like buying a $500,000 home in North Alabama in a lake community. Like it's almost like a swipe my credit card type of thing because <laughs> you're making so much from, from coming from a higher end market. And so the virtual tours really help your property stand out. Um, but, but video marketing as a whole, you said that virtual, so that's kind of a check the box for me because it, it's meaningful. Video yeah. marketing though, is the new kid on the block. So many agents don't do it. And the bar is so low to get started. Um, if right. you're doing your community pages we talked about, or, um, if you were going to that alive in Roswell event that I mentioned, like agents are scared, but like, look, if you just start doing this, I don't care if you're an introvert or not, your 60th one will be way better than your first one. I've done hundreds of podcasts and keynotes and, and by me, I mean, the 20th keynote somebody paid me five figures to do was almost so much better than the first one somebody paid me to be. I almost wanted to give them their money back and, and <laughs> I improved so much better. And so for agents, I'm like, this, this isn't rocket scientists. Um, right. All you have to do is take out your phone and when you're at a live after uh, a live at Roswell, you just talk about the event. It's meaningful content. You wrote that community page. Pull out your phone, do a live stream because it's better for the algorithms than just doing a regular video and and talk about why somebody should move to the neighborhood you're talking about. You just wrote about it. It's easy to do the video on. Right, right. Absolutely, absolutely. The the barrier of entry is too low for video, but people don't understand it and understand the value of it. Actually, it, it stays on and it lives on forever videos. Absolutely. And people, people prefer videos much, uh, you know, more than any other form of content these days. Right, so you touched upon content earlier a little bit. Let me just dig a little deeper. Uh, let's talk about the type of content, or maybe you know the question is how can agents and firms again effectively use content marketing to establish 
themselves as experts in their local market or maybe stand out from the crowd because real estate is a cutthroat business. People, the competition is active. You are fighting with a lot of them. So how can they use content to stand out? Yeah, well, I, I, it's a great question. It, I, it goes back to that agents need to think about, I mean, we, I mentioned it, they, we're in an influence economy now. And so right. you, how do you build influence, whether it's um, in the email or social? And so your content is, hey, what would, what would be meaningful content? And that should drive uh, to people and primarily when they're not actively buying and selling. The, uh, because like, hey, if you have a new listing, you're just going to promote that. But, but what's that content for the 90 to 95% of your clients that are not actively buying and selling, but is meaningful to them? And, and, right. and think about that. And so, and you don't have to come up with it. You don't have to come up with this by yourself. And so the wonderful, wonderful things about real estate is it's so hyper-local. Go follow agents in other communities. If you, you know, find somebody in, in, in five other states that's in a similar size community to yours and that are doing YouTube successful and, and just do exactly what they're doing for your local community. Um, I mean, it, it's it's so hard, I think, for agents that are trying to be creative, and it's hard. And I'm just like, this is a great place to just copy from. I mean, Showcase IDX is a SaaS platform for that home search. I But my team took time a couple of years ago, and we've updated every year. Like, you can get 300 pieces of free content for, like, social media content, videos, and, and just pure uh, images to use it as you want or, or to seed their creativity from that because agents, once they get into it, they go, Oh, if this works, then what else can I be doing as well? Right. Right. Absolutely. Because uh, with, I think with uh, content, you don't have to reinvent the wheel most of the time. Uh, you can look at successful examples, emulate them, copy them, and then, you will figure it out by yourself. And, and, and use your client, use your current clients as examples. Um, we have a mortgage broker here in uh, Roswell. He he literally he'll leave a meeting with a client with a potential client and he'll do a Facebook Live sometimes. I've I've watched I, I watched some of his videos, but like there's two that stands out to him uh, to me, and I'm just I've looked back and I'm like, oh my god, I've watched Alan for 15 minutes. But the one <laughs> that stands out so much to me was I, I've been an angel investor. I've written checks for new companies getting started. And so he left from a he left a meeting with a client that was looking at buying a second home, and so they were, he were talking to him for a mortgage. And that gentleman, him and his wife, had written like a fifty or hundred thousand dollar check to a medical marijuana company, legal in the U.S., legal in the states, but but because of the way U.S. laws are, banks flag him. And so he was having a hard time helping this person with a great financial platform try to get a thing. And he started by going, did you ever think depending on where you, you got, you might invest, you might not be able to buy your next house. So this is somebody that was net worth millions of dollars, but because they'd written like a $50,000 check was, was having issues with this second mortgage because the banks were saying, I can't, I can't, we can't do it. We can't do it. We can't do it. And I'm like, no, I am an investor in that, but I'd never thought about that question. And so he tells stories without disclosing private information that it, it's it's so meaningful. Like I'm not looking for another mortgage right now, but man, that story and others like that, like the, he tells it in a way that's engaging. And it's also heartfelt because he's like, look, I know this person, they're a friend of mine. I'm going to get them a mortgage, but we might have to go through 15 banks to find it. Like that's, right. you have those stories as an agent, just tell them. Absolutely. Storytelling, the key of key to everything related to marketing these days. Right. So uh, other thing which, you know, Every marketer, it's not only real estate, everywhere, people try things for a couple of months, then say it doesn't work, you know? So uh, 
the thing is people are unable to measure the results uh, of the efforts they are put in like for example that's a big challenge every uh, marketer faces so in real estate it's not different so how can real estate agents and firms measure the success of their marketing efforts and adjust their strategies uh, do you have any take on that yeah uh, great question um i mean every agent should have google analytics installed um I, uh, for, for the agents i'll tell you google analytics used to be a lot easier their new version ga4 uh is insanely difficult for most people um right. you may, you can set it up yourself but it is one of those places where you should you should give somebody a couple hundred dollars to set up some basic reports and alerts right. for you. it's the best investment you will make um other than that um i'm a big believer in like yes you should do some things that you just know are right but um measuring things if you're focused on seo well you may have a marketer you're working with that has advanced tools that are going to be too expensive for most agents hrs HCM rush, of course, like you, me, others, we, we have all of those, but there's cheaper ways to get some of that same SEO data that's meaningful for the average agent. Uh, Uber suggests uh, there's a free version. Um, is it the best? No, but it's pretty good. And even yeah. if you pay for the pay for the one-time fee for like a hundred bucks, whatever, it's a really good investment. Another one is a buddy of mine started a marketplace. Um, and so kind of like on the thrifty, you know, cheaper side, um, I love having service providers I can go to all the time, but, but there's like, like I won't go to Fiverr. There's too much junk on there. Um, yeah. but a buddy of mine in Portugal started a company called vetted. It's three T's, um, vetted.com. And, um, so one you can, they it's vetted marketers and SEO professionals right. and others, but he has like a $5 a month, um, basically lightweight version of HRFs and SEM rush. You can put in your website and not only does it give you what you need to, to guide your SEO work as an average agent. But if you are choosing people to work with on that marketplace, you now can see, I hired this person. And when Tim finished his work, I can see my numbers going up. And so it's the vetted is a nice new kind of um, approach to things because they truly are vetting people before they put them on. Absolutely. And check it out, vetted.com. Nice. Right. So uh, other thing which is common these days uh, among every, in every industry marketers do is collaboration, right? For example, uh, I don't know uh, the real estate industry that well, but how does, uh, how can real estate agents and firms collaborate with other industry professionals, maybe mortgage brokers or inspectors to en enhance their marketing effort? I don't know whether it works, but if it works, how can they do that? Uh, it works very well for the agents that are willing to use their calendar and do it. Um, so it's your about, you know, it goes back to your question on content marketing. Um, coming up with content can be hard. It shouldn't be, but it's paralyzing for so many people. Like every agent could talk about their community, but the moment I ask them to put words on a, in a Google Doc, they freeze. If I say, give me a three-minute voice recorder, they freeze. And if, if you find yourself stuck, that's where these other industry professionals are great. You, you know, as you mentioned, mortgage brokers, inspectors, all you need to do is reach out to them and say, hey, look, I send out a newsletter once a month. And can I call you and just, I will record the session, use Zoom, use Google Meet, um, use your phone and listen to them and say, look, I want to ask you, Mr. And Mrs. Home Inspector, I want to ask you, we're getting into, we're, we're, it's approaching winter, we'll say, um, what, what are the five things you think everybody in the, everybody should do with their house as a home inspector that, that they screw up on and call them 
and do a Zoom recording, you now have a video you can put out. You can copy, you can just take their words and put it onto a page and now you can send it on your newsletter. And, and the best thing is those other professionals are not doing this. And so when like they probably are paying for constant contact and they paid for it for two years and haven't sent a single newsletter. Well, guess what? They've still been collecting emails. So when you call that home inspector and you ask them the, for those tips and you send it out and you put it in a video and you follow back up and say, hey, look, here's the video I did. Chances are they will then use that constant contact to email out your video to your website out to their people. And so right. that's the best way to collaborate, I find, is there's more complicated ways, but but all of these local SM, uh, you know, service providers, they're not doing the work. And so if you're willing to put in the time, use their knowledge, send it out to your audience, they're going to be so thankful. It'll help their businesses. And it just takes you putting time in your calendar and inviting them. Absolutely. 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 Finding the right people, inviting them and doing it diligently. Absolutely. Uh, let's go back to the old school methods, right? Uh, the, uh, earlier, now what it works, a lot of people, a lot of agents or a lot of firms, real estate firms used to pick up uh, billboards and print ads, etc. So what role do traditional marketing techniques, print ads, billboards, etc., playing real estate marketing, are they effective still? If yes, how can they be effectively utilized? They can be used. I mean, for nothing else, I, I, I mentioned I live in, uh, in Georgia. Um, there's a gentleman that's now in five or six states around here. Uh, his name's Mark Spain. And um, Mark Spain does a, it's hard to drive anywhere without seeing a Mark Spain billboard sometimes. When, when he, uh, his team entered the Florida market, it was like every other billboard I felt like was a Mark Spain billboard. Um, he is proof that billboards still work, but it's also pretty expensive. And so I think if you're not willing to make the investment, I would stay away from that. Um, print ads, on the other hand, um, whether they're postcards or in magazines or local flyers, um, they can be really good. Um, and Tools like Canva can make it really easy for, the, for an average agent to even free design the ads that they need. Um, but I, I encourage people to only really look at those traditional uh, tactics if they, if they can get kind of the remnant. They can get the, 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 those print ads on the cheap. What's left over? Don't pay the rate card. Wait to the end of the month and see what's available. There's some services that do that. It's often where I find um, having, a, uh, ha having a marketer that I work with that their agency is aware of those things. It just says, hey, look, when it's the end of the month and the end of the quarter, you know you've got the couple people you work with, come back to me and tell me when it's 90% off and I'll pick it up. Right, right, absolutely. You need to be really smart about it. Right, so uh, let's talk about data and analytics a little bit more. Uh, so how can real estate agents and firms uh, use data and analytics exactly to inform their marketing strategies. You know, uh, you touched upon it a little bit about Google Analytics. So is there anything else? Do you, have you seen people missing out on uh, which can improve their results? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, I firmly believe that in the medium and long-term, all, all decisions should be made on data. Um, the problem that I find in marketing as a whole, especially in real estate is um, people are looking for data in the short-term and the things that, that grow your business that scale it the most um, you're not going to see the results in, in, in the short term in, the, in six months. Hey, you start working on SEO. You're really building a good content marketing strategy. You, you may start to see some numbers on emails and content growing, but, but you need to plan on doing that for nine to 12 months before you're going to see real movement. And so right. people too often will go towards data of pay-per-click, which you get instant results. I put in money, I get data. But, but 
and that's meaningful. But um, so I think it's a combination of doing what you know is wise and will grow your business and say, look, I'm going to start content marketing. I'm going to start an SEO plan. I'm going to do this work and I'm going to invest nine months. And I don't care what the data says. I'm going to, I want to use Google analytics. I want to use some of these other things to, to get some meaningful data where I can, but you make the commitment up front that says, I'm going to do this regardless. Even if the number stays zero for nine months, I'm going to do nothing but this. Um, because that's what it takes to see the best results. With that said, you should have analytics going from day one. We would always see the results. Like if you're doing SEO, I mean, I'm, I'm in a place now where I'm, I'm focused on enterprise SEO. I'm, I'm helping, I'm ranking for hundreds of thousands of millions of keywords, trying to, you know, go after tens of millions of monthly visitors. But even then you never rank one, two or three on Google until you've ranked 97. And so all of the tools let you see that progress from going from the 90s to the 70s to the 30s. And, and that's meaningful for, for some people on motivation to go, I'm on the right path. It's just going to take more time. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a long play. Right. Um, you know, again, this question needs a repeat. So I'm, I'm just asking that again, maybe you can share your three tips for this. Uh, real estate markets across the globe, even in India, in US, everywhere, it's a tough market. Everywhere it's competition. People are not buying, people are not selling, but the competition is always high. So how can these agents and firms, you know, maybe three tips for, from you based on your experience, how can they differentiate themselves in such a competitive market and stand out to potential clients? Yeah, um, I'm not sure I have three, but I definitely have two for sure. Maybe we'll see if there's a third. The, the first is um, I, to get to differentiation, you, you almost always are going to have to outsource stuff um, from the work that you can be doing. And so I don't care whether you like Richard Branson or not, or Elon Musk, like pick somebody like that and um, put a post-it note up that says, would Elon be doing this? Would, would, would Richard Branson be doing this? And if the answer is no, you should be spending some intentional time to think about how can you get that part of your business off, off of your, uh, your plate and onto somebody else working with, with with people in other countries or that are just focused on like when you're when, when i work with somebody like you that's just focused on marketing you're so much more efficient than the average agent then i should be looking and saying look here's what i know i can give you today and then what else could i do over time um and so in that example like community pages i the easiest way to get stuff out there is for me literally to do voice notes and hand over a voice note for the neighborhood and the community pages to a skilled marketer that has a team that can do it like that and way more cost effective. Um, even if I might need to do it upfront myself until I start generating a little more revenue. Um, but the other big thing to differentiate, especially in real estate, at least in the US and Canada, I mean, other countries are kind of have this as well, but in the US, Zillow is just such a dominant source for people. The way to differentiate is actually to go head to head with it and remind your clients and your local community that you are in a different business than Zillow. Zillow makes billions of dollars of advertising money or sponsorship money, basically, providing consumer contact and budget information. And so pointing that out to your potential clients, it says, look, they make, if you follow through their numbers, they make about $1,000 per person every time they actually give contact information to an agent on, Z on the Zillow platform. Well, that's not what the average real estate agent's business is. The average real estate business is you work with me and I help you make a wise transaction to, to, to get the best deal, whether it's faster or more money when you're buying and selling your property. 
So right. the compensation is very different and the average consumer doesn't realize that. But when I see agents show up that way, right. things change right. for their business and the referrals change because I, I mean, I've seen this happen at, at like at barbecues and, and at parties in people's backyard where somebody in age, you know, actually I've been the one kind of mentioned this. I'm not an agent. I'll mention, do you know what happens when you fill out your forearm on Zillow? And I'll watch somebody go, honey, honey, did you use your hot mail or like your real email to that? And then my wife's like, you have to stop telling people this because like people get so then concerned about their private information. Well, right. I'm not an agent. I mean, if that's the right. reaction they get from me, what happens when the actual agent tells them that? And so I think that's the biggest thing is like, you don't need to differentiate yourself from another, from other agents that that's kind of okay, but you focus on different, different niches within your market and you're just in front of a client. That's kind of the differentiation you need. The big thing is, how are you different than those massive portals like a Zillow or Trulia or even a Redfin? Because their business model is different too. Right, right. Absolutely. Fantastic uh, insights, Kurt. Thank you so much uh, for your time. I have one final question, which I ask every guest of mine. But real estate marketing is so different. And uh, from the answers you were, from the insights you were sharing, I could see that you have done a lot of work in that area. You can help. Advice you do that to a lot of agents and yeah, you know firms in the space. It's a tough market, but with the right uh, strategies in place, I think people can carve a niche for them, uh, make good good progress in that. Thank you so much for those insights. So my final question is about you. Uh, I have seen uh, your keynotes uh, as well, so I was expecting a Kurt with a beard. Uh, you know, I've seen it on you with a beard on the stage. So uh, you know, you have been doing multiple things in your life. You have been an inventor, entrepreneur, marketer, speaker, and many more things, right? So tell us a little bit about your journey so far and what 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 lies ahead? What what are you working on currently? Yeah, it's a good question. So um, I, I I mean, I have helped a lot of individual agents or the showcase has, um, but but my skill set is helping big companies. I, I'm probably going to stay in real estate, but I've, I've been in more than a dozen industries. I tend to help big companies scale. Um, and, and like they unlock what, um, what's often termed hyper growth. And so right. I've written a lot about it. We've done that in some companies. I'm helping a really large company in real estate do that right now. Our goal is to figure out like, how, how, how do we, how do we 10X the business in just a couple of years? And for a multi-billion dollar company, that's a huge thing. And so it's also kind of exciting because, you know, like it's different than growing like 5% every year. Um, but, but really my journey then like, that's kind of the day thing. Um, you mentioned like keynotes. Most of my free time um, and when my family goes to sleep is working on keynotes where somebody is paying me to come speak or writing books on uh, high achieving servant leadership. And so um, much of that content is available for free on my website right now. And, right. and actually people can help me with that because I, I have this, what I think is a unique approach to high achieving servant leadership and helping individuals and companies grow, but I don't have it figured out. And so it's actually really helpful People want to join that journey and come comment to things being like, hey, this is an okay article, but I have this question. I will probably write an article or do a video on it because if you have that question, others do as well. Fantastic. Fantastic. I'm so uh, glad we our paths crossed, uh, Kurt. Uh, you, I have checked out your website. Uh, amazing information there and amazing keynotes and a lot of, lot of knowledge over there. So thank you so much for your time. Uh, I'll speak to you soon then. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Right, so that was Kurt. Uh, check out KurtEuler.com. A lot of information, as he mentioned. He has written books. His keynotes are worth watching. And a lot of information for 
industries, especially real estate. So that was episode 61 of the 50 Market Talks. Uh, next week, I have a U.S. Air Force uh, leader who is ex-U.S. Air Force leader coming on the show to talk about cost-effective PR strategies for businesses. So see you all next week. Take care and uh, stay safe. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Thrifty Marketer Podcast. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Google Podcasts. See you in the next episode.